Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today again. I really, really appreciate your presence and I hope you're having a great, great uh, uh, week on Monday and, um, and are all set for the rest of the week. So I'm going to do something that I um, I saw on Facebook on, on a friend's page. And there was a question asked to one of the gurus, Guruji's, um, a Swamiji. And um, it was about miracles. And I said, wow, wait, <laughs> that, is, that is a very interesting topic of conversation. So I wrote a small piece. And uh, I said, well, you know what? I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into this, and um, and and I'm going to explain it because many people get conned by this concept of miracles. Uh, I'm an ex-Christian, an ex-Roman Catholic, and as a Roman Catholic, uh, we're told about miracles, the miracles of God, miracles of Jesus Christ, and you're like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. I mean, believe me, if you think that your your you're brainwashed or you're hassled by missionaries all about the place. You have no idea what we as Christians or ex-Christians go through with this concept of miracles. It is disgusting. And they bombard you with this concept of miracle, 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 miracle. As if like, you know, you, your brains come out of your head, literally. It is disgusting. It is just brainwashing. And at the end, you end up believing it if you're weak. But if you've got some sense and some intelligence and you... You, you're hardworking and you research this, you realize that it's a con game. There is no such thing as miracle, okay? It is a proportion of Christian uh, theology or ideology or, as I like to say, mythology. Um, and um, basically, this concept, uh, it was there. In early Christianity, uh, miracles were often attested motivations for conversions of pagans. Pagan Romans took the existence of miracles for granted and Christian texts reporting them offered miracles as divine proof of the Christian God's unique claim to authority, relegating all other gods to the lower status of demons. Um, of all worships, the Christian uh, best and most particularly advertised its miracles by driving out spirits and laying of the hands. Um, so you understand that this was just, he said, she said, BS uh, during the Roman time, early Christianity, or uh, pre-Christianity when uh, the movement was following, forming and then they formed the Roman Empire. Uh, but it was um, an attested motivation for conversion of pagans. And we find that a lot in India because Christianity considers Hindus as pagans. So all Hindus, uh, people who believe in Dharma, are pagans, they are heathens, heretics, and we are... Con and, and Indians are considered as heretics and pagans. And so that's why they harp on this concept of miracle, 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 miracle all the time. It is horrendous. And believe me, you're not the only ones as Christians born into Christian families. We are brainwashed with this. It is sick to the stomach how much we are indoctrinated with this. And at one time you, just, you go, just shut up, you know, like your miracle just does not make any sense. It is pathetic. Uh, 
And I'm sorry I'm winting here because, you know, I've all my life I had to live this out and this is a really good healing for me to to talk about this. So anyway, like I said, it I saw this on, on, on a Facebook page and I'm going to answer it. So um, this is basically absolutely just a, a way to convert non-Christians and get them, give them attestations to say, oh yes, there was a miracle, miracle, and, and so on and so forth. So um miracles don't exist okay these are natural uh phenomenons that people in those days did not understand okay people in those days did not understand they were not knowledgeable especially people nomadic people roaming in the desert because remember arabia is all desert and even today until about 60 years ago they were nomads in the desert uh they didn't have the cars in the big cities that we have today so there were plenty of nomadic people moving from one place to the other place they had no idea about um in uh science they had no idea about a lot of things and in order to convert them, they invented this concept of miracles. Now, miracle is an English word. It is not, um, it is not a real, uh, word. Um, it is not a Hebrew word because the Old Testament of the Bible is in Hebrew. It is not a Greek word. It comes uh, after. It's a modern word that's given to these um, two uh, phenomenon, basically natural phenomenon that could not be explained in those days. And today we do uh, are able to explain these things. So a miracle is a phenomenon not explained by the known laws of nature. Now, how do you know that that miracle really happened in order for you to say that it's it's over and above nature? Because these miracles are all lies. Because we believed it for so long, we really think it happened, but it really it doesn't happen at all. It has it. It is an absolute lie, and because people have been believing in this lie, and you know that uh, you could say a lie a thousand times, the next thing you know, it's it becomes a fact. So that's what a miracle is. Like for example, Muhammad rode on a burak and went to heaven or paradise. That that, that does not happen. Okay, so yeah. Um, so let me give you some examples of these miracles in, in Christianity that um, have been uh, said to be above the laws of nature. But when you look closely, they are just a bunch of fake news, as we call it today. It's he said, she said garbage bin. Um, now, I'm sorry I'm being so frank, but this is exactly how I'm, I feel. And someone who grew up into the Christian uh, religion, or, or as I like to call myself, a relic of the, of the Roman Catholic Empire, um, I have no problem in, in talking about this at all. So let me give you some examples and I will explain to, uh, explain to you how that these concept, this concept of miracles just did not happen. It's not there. I have not seen it in 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 the in the bible um but it is a translation of some natural phenomenon from the original greek or hebrew so let's just say one thing okay it just let's go with the first example so we'll say the first example was jesus died on the cross and he rose from the dead after three rose from the dead and he ascended to heaven after three days um so that is the theory that is one of the um basic philosophy of christ giving him giving us the uh knowledge giving us the thing that he's really really uh, a son of god now 
because he rose from the dead. Now, let me explain to you. Jesus, in those days, uh, he was considered as risen from the dead. Uh, they did not know if a person died. Until about 150 years ago, people did not know if someone died. So you could say that the child is dead, but how do you know for sure? Now, with modern technology and, and, and science, we have heart machines and we can find out if someone's dead. But until 150 to 100 years ago, we did not know that. So in the olden days, how did they know if someone's dead? They did not. In the desert, they would wrap the body in, they would clean the body, okay? Because the body, the moment it dies, is considered impure. So they would clean the body. There was six to seven people who only looked after dead people, cleaned the body. They would wrap a linen cloth around the body with spices, herbs and spices. Um, and they would take the body and put it in a cave. And very often when they put it in a cave, they would keep a bell next to it, uh, next to the hands, or keep something which made noise. They would keep the body in a cave and close the cave with a stone. And that's the story of Jesus. He died on the cross. He was brought down from the cross. And then he went into, um, he, he, they, they took him into a cave uh, nearby, cleaned the body, and then and, 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 uh, let him lay there for three days. Now, as I said, this is the normal phenomenon uh, way of life of the Jews back then. So they took him in a cave. Now, like I said, they don't know if he's dead or not because no one knows where people died in those days. They would open the cave door in three days. If the body decomposed... Um, that means the body man was really dead. So three or four days they would they would wait for the 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 they would wait for the dough uh, for the body to decompose. If the body completely decomposed, then at that point the body would be put in into the ground. And if it did not decompose and the body was still alive without any decomposition, even in the desert, then something was wrong. That means the body was alive. The person was alive, or the the person would get up from his coma because he. Sometimes you go into battle, you go into heat stroke, and you're in a coma. People think you're dead, but he would get up. They would get up the body would get up after a couple of hours couple of days and because they had something to make a noise they, he did ring the bell ring the bell and someone would come who was guarding the cave would come and say well the body is alive and that meant and that could be taken as oh he rose from the dead but this is a normal way of life this is not something specific only to jesus christ it was very common in those days and until 150 years ago so you never buried people completely. And this was a Jewish way of doing things. Um, or even anyone in the desert did that. It didn't have to be Jewish. So he didn't rise from the dead. Uh, and this, this concept of miracle, Jesus rose from the dead, is a natural con way of life of the first century of the Middle Eastern times 2,000 years ago. People don't know this because they have not studied history. They don't go back and forth. They don't read different books. Uh, and they think, oh, Jesus rose from the dead. It's a miracle. Oh, he's God. So this is not American. You understand? So this is fake news. Well, I wouldn't say fake news, but just brainwashing without people doing their due diligence. Now, second one is... Uh, he rose to heaven uh, after three days. Or should I say, after a couple of days, he rose to heaven after he rose from the dead. So people say he rose to heaven and there was proof. There were people who saw him 
uh, rise to heaven. So how, fine, uh, you could say, well, you know what, my, my grandmother is, is, was so great, so religious, she, she ascended to heaven and, and seated at the right hand of, of God, and uh, people will believe you. Uh, so how, the first thing you're going to ask someone who's got some intelligence, how did he go to heaven? He rose up body and flesh, like what? Like a rocket? Um, how did he rise up? Uh, did he, um, did he, was it like Star Trek? Um, how did he rise up? He just pressed the button or, or he just disappeared and, and he rose and he appeared in heaven like Star Wars or Star Trek? We don't know. Um, how long did he take to reach heaven? Did he take five days, one week, two weeks? Did he stop at a hotel? Did he stop at a planet? Did he stop um, uh, on the road? Did he, did he have internet at his hotel? Did, was the hotel a Hilton, a Holiday Inn? What type of hotel was it? How do you know? how long he took did he reach how do you know he reached heaven and he did not die on the way i mean uh did god call him and say hi there this is god um you know i'm just calling you folks on earth to say that jesus has reached i am i'm sorry um he's a little bit banged up there fellows i'm not very happy about it but if i was you i'd watch out because this guy you know he's banged up a lot uh i don't know if if god called us up and said yeah he jesus has reached i mean what did he say like um you know i would be careful if you, for you fellows because I, i've got insurance here you don't uh, and so if you get banged up you know i don't know what's going to happen to you so better be careful but uh yeah for now i got jesus covered but don't worry just call say that he's reached and uh, and uh, we'll talk later fellows so take care and stay safe what did god do that how did he know that he reached heaven just because someone said i saw him no we don't know he reached heaven and secondly we the human being the species of life any species of life we are frequencies okay we're an electromagnetic gravitational force and the whole planet the atmosphere everyone is connected there is no us and them me and you it's all connected now when we connect we're connected. We, we work like frequencies, electromagnetic frequencies. That's who we are. So when the body goes to dust uh, and is, is cremated, it goes in the ground, the frequencies, is go- it leaves the body because there's no frequency. There's no electric current in the body anymore. That's what we call the spirit in, in theology. Uh, but that's an electric current which, are, which works in frequencies. And there's always frequencies going through your body and through any species of life. Now, you can't cut the frequency out and say, okay, I'm taking this frequency and going to heaven. I'm cutting this frequency out. It doesn't work like that. We, the frequency just continues into space uh, like an electromagnetic field. Like you have the radio signals. You can't cut it and say, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to cut the frequency. Um, it just continues and continues and continues. And the body goes to dust. So there is no such thing as I'm going to heaven or hell uh, or I'm going to heaven. Um, so where's the miracle in that? You can't say he rose. You can't say he ro- went like a rocket or he did. He, he was like Star Trek. How did he go? There, there is no way that someone can rise to heaven. And this is an absolute falsehood, complete and utter falsehood. So this is just a con game that's played to you for people to... Um, 
to con them into saying, oh, yes, Jesus rose to heaven. But people who do not know the stories, and most of Christians do not know the stories, most of the planet doesn't know the stories, they will uh, believe this and say, yeah. And, and you get conned by missionaries saying, Jesus, he performed miracles. It's a con game to get you to um, convert to their religion or to their ideology. And because they know, they think Christian Christianity and missionaries, not the Mrs. Miss, every day, thinks that we are we are we are pagans okay christianity treats us like like islam treats uh, hindus as as kufar infidels mushrik idolaters and christians christianity treats us like pagans and so this is barely long and short of the story um so that's that's two examples let me give you a third example um one of the uh, um one of the big um Stories of Christianity is the parting of the Red Sea. So in the Old Testament, Moses, the, the great prophet of, of Abraham, who saw Abraham, who, who, um, who descendant of, uh, of Abraham, it is said, uh, and the great prophet. Um, so he, 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 he takes his people and, and, and helps them from, from slavery, okay? From, he frees them from slavery in Egypt under the pharaohs. And then he is running away with his, uh, with his people uh, from the pharaohs who run after the, the, the Hebrews. Uh, he, they escape in the middle of the night um, and, 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 and they have reached the sea and they're trying to escape from the pharaohs who want the slaves back. Now, this late, so the story is that they had to go, they had to move from um, Egypt and cross the Red Sea and go on the Sinai Desert, which they ended up in. But how did they cross the Red Sea? So, um, the, the Red Sea, he, uh, Moses reaches, stretch out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back into the strong east wind and turned it into dry land. So from, so from the sea, from the total Red Sea, the huge Red Sea, he parts the seas, and now he goes on to dry land. And the sea becomes dry as ever. The waters are divided and the Israelites went through the sea on the dry ground. With, with a wall of water on their right and on their left. This is in Exodus 16.21. Now, let me tell you what the reality is. Now, this is considered a miracle, one of the biggest miracles in Christianity uh, or Ju Judeo-Christian speech. Um, and the reason behind it is um, you will see movies on it, posters on it, parting of the Red Sea, Moses parts the Red Sea. And that's the miracle that God's really, really, really gave us. But recently people have begun decoding this. Now, this is, a, is supposedly a miracle that happened in Moses 3000 with Moses, the prophet Moses, uh, 3000 years ago. Okay, now. 3,000 years ago, there's a lot of things that happened during that time. Times have changed. Uh, and we've begun to decode certain things in life. And a lot of people now have gone back and decoded this. 
And because it's in Hebrew, so when you trans translate Hebrew into English, over time they've said Red Sea, Red Sea, but what exactly are the words in Hebrew? So the actual word is Sea of Reeds, my friend. Sea of Reeds. A Sea of Reeds is you know shallow water, um, shallow, absolute shallow, shallow water, very shallow. And sometimes when the water, the banks of the water, that is the the water that's closer to the banks, you have grass growing. You know, tall grass or those uh, shallow plants, water, uh, weeds in 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 shallow plants, uh, sorry, those shallow plants growing in, well, plants growing in shallow water, sorry about that, the plants growing in shallow water, did you, you hear about that, you've seen that, uh, those are called as weeds, you know, um, and you have that along the Euphrates, the Tigris, the Sinai. You'll have this in under in any any bank, any river bank, anywhere. Um, you you will see it. Um, so these are the Sea of Reeds, R E I D S, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, not sure of the exact word. Uh, those reeds, the concept of reed, R E I D S or R E E D S. Uh, was converted, was translated into English as the Red Sea, but it's the Sea of Reeds. It means very shallow water. So at one time, from the Egyptian side of of the African continent of uh, near Cairo, the the Hebrews wanted to convert to transfer onto the Sinai Peninsula. That means the desert. Now there is there's a place there which is, which the 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 gap, the bridge between one sea bank to the other sea bank is very very narrow. So you can cross there. And if the tide is low, you can you can even have a better way of crossing. Now, at that time, there was an, a cataclysm. There was a huge cataclysm. Uh, there was a volcanic uh, eruption during that time. The only thing is they don't know what exact date it is, but they have the timeline. And the timeline, if you go back in history, you they they know that there was a huge cataclysm volcanic event that happened, um, and because of that volcanic event, uh, you know it shifted the 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 level, the seawater level. It shifted the earth. It shifted the sea level, and a lot of territory, a lot of rivers that were a part of the river or the Red Sea that was below the sea water level rose up, okay? So it became shallow. Plus, if you have low tide, you get more shallow. You can, it becomes even better for you to cross. So this place where the crossing, which they crossed from the Cairo side, from the Egyptian side to the Sinai Desert, was very shallow. There was grass growing. It was so shallow. There was grass, tall grass and weeds. And that was called the Sea of Reeds, R-E-I-D-S. And that was translated into English as the Red Sea. But it was not the Red Sea. It was the Sea of Reeds. That's the actual wording. Uh, and so... We have been lied to for I don't know how long, 3,000 years. Um, and we've been told that this is a miracle, but it's not a miracle, my friend. And this is the nonsense that we've been told. And, and, and the missionaries going all over the place telling people, oh, they parted the seas and it's the Red Sea and, and, and it's a miracle. So you understand that the, the Red Sea this concept of miracle, it just doesn't exist. So I, I found it over here. Um, 
the the eruption produced um, the San, the Santorini volcanic eruption in 1646 BCE in Greece produced regular series of cataclysmic disruptions of gas leaks from below the Earth's surface to turn the sea and lake lakes red, the ash clouds, the hail, the lava, the disease, uh, fish, the animal life disruption, and death and locusts. Nothing to do with God. The crossing of the Red Sea was not at the Red Sea, but at Yam Supa, S-Y-A-M-S-U-P-H, that's S-U-P-H, Supa, that's S-U-P-H, in is Hebrew for where the Moses parted the waters. It was translated into English as the Red Sea, it actually means sea of reeds or sea, sea of seaweeds. This means sweet water found in an inland river or lake system much smaller than the Red Sea. So you understand it was down, probably down the river stream, not at the place where it was the largest river crossing that you had to part the seas. It was somewhere where there was, the river was very narrow um, and that's where he crossed over and was at Yam Supa, S-U-P-H. Um, so you understand these miracles now, they're absolutely ridiculous. Uh, here's another one. People talk about... Uh, People talk about St. Thomas. I don't know if you've heard in, in India, people say St. Thomas came, was an apostle of Jesus Christ, one of his companions, and he came from, from the companion of, uh, he came from, um, from, uh, Christ, from, he came from, um, from Judea, and he came to India near Cochin, and he converted the 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 Hindus and made them. He he took birds and and made them into clay or clay birds and made them into real birds. Now this is cock and bull nonsense. That's never happened before. They never have any proof about this. Um, and that's why Christianity has been here for 2,000 years. And that's why we belong. Christianity belongs to the Indian subcontinent. And it has all the rights of the Indian subcontinent. Now, has anyone ever gone and verified this story? Now, St. Thomas was one of the apostles or friends of Jesus. He was living in Galilee, which was north of uh, the province of Judea run by the, the Romans. Uh, because they were creating a lot of havoc and, and, uh, in those days and a lot of social disruption, Jesus was like a political activist, uh, you know, causing a lot of problems. Um, he, was, um, he was killed, but St. Thomas, or Thomas, the apostle, uh, all those peoples were shunted away from the area. Um, so all the disciples had to flee from the area. So they could, there was no way they could do any miracle to save Jesus Christ, to save their hide. Now, St. Thomas is said to have come to India on the western coast. Remember, India was very rich back then, very, very, very rich. Because they were very rich, a lot of people came from all over the world and bought their customs with them, just like we do today to, the, to um, America, we do today to, to, Af to uh, uh, Canada, to, the, to the South America and uh, to the Middle East, where there's, where there's work and there's money and there's gold, people go. So India was rich and it was very much more different time and effectively they came here um, and they settled down here. So they came as refugees. They did not come to convert. So the church tells us a lie that they came to convert. Now, first and foremost, there is no 
um, proof that he came in, in 5180. They've, they've, they have no idea about, they have no proof where he landed. They have no proof when, which date he came. They have no proof what, um, um, they have no proof uh, where he stayed, um, which village. They have no proof. Uh, I mean, they say he stayed here and they say he stayed there, but there's no proof, concrete proof. There's no books that he wrote or all the books were burnt. There were no churches that he built because he was a Jew. There was no such thing uh, as Christianity because Christianity only started in 323 AD. And the first time the word Christos is used is 100 years after Jesus dies in modern day Turkey or Asia Minor. So there was no such thing as Christianity. So how can he come and convert uh, people to Christianity? Because it did not exist. And Jews, or should I say Hebrews, because the concept of Jews did not exist back then. Jews are um, actually people uh, who do not convert. You have to be matrilineal. That means you have to be linked through your mother, the matriarchal line. If your mother is not Jewish, you cannot be Jewish, uh, as we say now, uh, because the actual word is Hebrew. Um, so, you they do not convert you they can't convert you you can't convert your mother and say okay well you know my mother's jewish and today i'm my great grandmother was jewish and so i can be no you have to have lineage complete complete lineage um for um for christian for for to become a jew so he was definitely not converting and there is no way that hebrews convert so what conversion did he do? He did not do any conversion. He could not even save himself because he came here as a refugee. He could not save Jesus Christ because Jesus was killed. Why, why did he not save Jesus Christ? Um, now, the authorities, like I said, considered the followers of Jesus as rebels, drove them off from the province of Judea for causing revolts and social disturbance. Thomas could not save himself. So what did he come to India to perform miracles for? Um, that's because they need to convert the gullible people of India. They have no idea. They have not read. They, they do not know how to read the Bible or history of the biblical times. Uh, they cannot join the dots. And so they keep saying, oh, Thomas came to, we have proof uh, that uh, Jesus, uh, that Thomas came here, but they have zero proof. Not only that, the Portuguese came and they committed a genocide by burning all the literature that existed among the the descendants of the Hebrews from the Levant, Syria, um, Syria and um, and Lebanon and, and Israel during those times. Uh, they, they destroyed any structure that was there. So there's no literature, nothing, no proof. Why do you think they say this? Not only did they, they, there's no proof, they burnt whatever proof and forced those Jewish people, the descendants, to convert to Christianity. They forced them, and that's why they're called Christians today, or Syrian Christians. But they were not Christians, they were Jewish people, or Hebrews as they were called back then. So why on earth uh, do they have all this to to beleaguer and to con uh, gullible people. And that's the concept of miracles. You don't know they're going to give you this miracle story because they think that we are pagans. Um, and they can say that guess who killed G uh, um, St. Thomas? Well, the Hindus killed him, obviously. The, the Ravans and the Rakshas killed him. 
So they don't have any proof when he came. They don't have any pr- concrete proof where he stayed, where he landed, uh, what he wrote. I mean, if he was so great, he would have written something. There's no structure that he built. All the literature was burnt down to the core. There is no proof that he even existed at all, uh, absolutely. Um, but they know already that Hindus killed him. So you have nothing, no proof, but you have proof all of a sudden that the Hindus killed him. And this is a story that they tell lock, stock and barrel. And this, my dear friend, is called miracles for you because you don't know the story and it goes on and on and on and on and on. So it's important for you to understand this, that miracles is just atrocity literature. They're for gullible people. Um, it's true. I'm very sorry to say that. And the more you learn about it, the more you know that this is a con game and they are calling you to the core so please do not fall for it and then if you if you if you challenge them they'll say oh you hate me hate speech hate speech victimhood victim phobia xenophobia islamophobia christian phobia all this phobia goes on it's absolutely bloody ridiculous con game after con game all they want for you is to con you and put you down and they'll say oh you're disrespecting my religion but there's no religion it's a con game uh, that's pres- that's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. There's no such thing as miracle. It's just phenomenon that they cannot understand uh, 3,000 years ago or 2,000 years ago, but they've repeated it so many times that people actually believe them. Just don't believe them because it's cock and bull nonsense. If, it, if the laws of nature don't uh, explain it to you, then it did not happen. As simple as that. Stick to the very basic minimum. Have the courage to tell these people that go to hell. Um, I, I'm sorry, but there, there is no such thing as miracle, and whatever you're telling me is nonsense. And if anyone ever gives you anything, I will be glad to help you. Just write to me on Facebook, Religions, Regimes and Refugees. And um, here we go. So thank you so much for your time. I hope you had a great day. I hope you will have a great day going forward. Cheers and uh, stay safe.